In the Wings is a podcast that table reads amateur or unpublished scripts with a rotating group of actors. The playwrights completely own the rights and intellectual property of their scripts. If you would like to produce a script, please contact us at the podcast, and we will make every effort to connect you with the playwright. If you'd like to support In the Wings podcast, please email us at inthewings.pvp at gmo.com. Lights, sound, we're at the top of the show, we're at the top of the show. Today we will be doing Where To From Here by Justin Jones. I'm Donnie. I'm playing Dante Rajo, an 18-year-old male high school senior, a young black activist. He's charismatic and assertive. He wears tennis shoes, blue jeans, and a long sleeve t-shirt. I'm Aspen. I'll be playing Yolanda Rajo, 14 years old, female, 8th grader. Knows a lot about a lot of things, but not always the details. Wears a beautiful white and yellow floral dress carries a small notebook of words she's learned. The setting. The year is 1966, a neighborhood basketball court in Illinois. Summertime Saturday about midday. Clear skies, warm outside, old worn bench on the side of the court, raggedy basketball go. The stage is only half the court. At rise, Dante is taking a break from basketball and Yolanda wants to shoot the ball. Come on, Yolanda. Well, I'm sorry, I'm not tall. It's one shot. You said you can do it all the time. Well, I guess I can't do it. I'm thinking about a lot. What's up? You okay? Nothing. Then shoot the shot. I can't. Look, it's easy. Take a deep breath and imagine you're the only one here. Soon I will be. So that's the problem, huh? Give me the ball. You want to talk about it? Give me the ball. It's not like I'm going far. It's 7,000 miles, Mr. Class of 66. It's across town. No, you're not going to a community college. Dad has to work too hard to pay for that dumb school, and Mom, she's already told the church. My son is graduating top five in his class. He got that fancy white person school across the way. Well, it'll do her some good. She needs to be knocked down a few levels. Dad can use that money to fix the roof, and... And nothing. He doesn't care about the money. You're the first kid to go to college. It is a college. A real college. Whatever. Guess what was in the mail. Your money. My scholarships? Yes. What about them? It's a lot of money. I know. So Dad can use a little of his money to fix the roof. Problem solved. Happy? They really gave me the scholarships? Yes. Mr. Hampton wrote this really long letter full of big words, and I wrote a few down. It was really good. And the people at the N-A-A-A... The N-A-A-C-P. Yes, them. How do you not know that? Well, I forgot. They bought all of your school supplies and every kid in your class. Anyways, he got you a lot of money. How much? I don't know. You said it was a lot. That doesn't mean I saw it. Mom just said, wow, that's a lot of money. Well, what? It's not my fault. You never want to talk about school. There's nothing to talk about. Of course there is. It's a school. It's the school. Why are you dodging this? I don't want to leave my friends. You know what it's like being the new kid? It's scary, but not forever. I was the new kid this year. At an all-black school in eighth grade. Eighth grade is rough. We're learning graphing. Sounds scary. Very. But what if they don't like black people? You were. You heard what happened at Central High. 
I don't know how the asker did it. Well, principal Dean. seems nice. Plus, three other black kids are going. Why are they only letting four in? It's the quota. What's the quota? It means they only have to admit a certain number of minorities in each year. Maybe you should write that down. Already done. So, can I have your room when you're gone? No. Please? Why do you need it? It's bigger than mine. Okay, so we figured out why you want it. Now, why do you need it? I'll just wait till you leave. Do you need help packing? I can manage. And I'll miss you less. If you help me pack. If I get your room. I won't be far. What is so bad about leaving this place? This horrible place? It's not that bad. This town sucks, Dante, and you know it. At least I know this town. There's nothing here. You say it all the time. The cops hate us. Everyone past 9th Street hates us. Everyone hates us. Everyone thinks we aren't good enough and won't let us prove we are. Come here. You have the chance to leave and show them, show us, that we can do it. All of the neighbors are talking about you. They look up to you. Stop crying. And you just want to waste it. It's not that I want to waste it. How can I leave seeing you like this? I don't need you to take care of me. But I do. All the time. Like when? Remember last summer at the house when you were talking to your friends and they dared you to jump off the top diving board down in the pool the next day? You didn't want to do it. Yeah. And do you remember how the pool was mysteriously empty the next morning? Yeah, that was you. The pool was empty that last week of summer. How did you get the water out? Does it matter? I guess not. Why else do you want to go? I'm scared. Scared of what? I guess not. Why else don't you want to go? I'm scared. Scared of what? Being in front of all those people. You debate and speak in front of people all the time. That's different. How is that any different? In my speeches, I'm always defending or representing someone else. Representing your family. Why are you scared? I'm scared of how all of you will look at me. What? Seriously. If I make one mistake, I will not be able to come back from it. I have to impress everyone. Mom, Dad, the school, this town. And it's not like I can come home every night. I have to sleep there for years. So yes, I'm scared. Scared of all that will be for nothing. That nothing will change. That no one will come for you. And Yolanda, if something happened to you while I was away... It's not going to be easy, but Mom taught us to never live in fear. So you have to go, please. We're all right behind you cheering you on. If I go... Yes! If I go, you have to make sure I'm updated with everything going on here. Deal. Okay, I'll try it for one semester, and we'll see how it goes. In the Wings podcast accepts submissions of unpublished 10-minute plays through email and PDF and Google Doc formats. The playwright maintains all ownership of their work. Please send your submissions to inthewings.pbp at gmail.com. And now please enjoy a conversation with our playwright and performers. So, what do you guys think about the play? I think it was really good. I just don't like their last names. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about the relationship between the brother and sister? It reminded me a lot about my relationship with me and my brother. It was like how we talk all the time. Justin, how did you feel when writing the play? Oh, okay. Um, I don't know. It's just that's something that I feel like the talk that everybody has, not in the same capacity of like, but like just going away and just being scared and all these things that you can say to stop you from doing whatever you want to do. And then having someone like your little sister or little brother being like, this is so great, why can't you see that? Because they don't really see the problems that you see, even though those problems may or may not be real. Did you use a real life example to help inspire you to make the play? Well, I think, yeah, kind of, because, 
around this time, I had been doing a lot of research about um, just America in the 60s and living and being black and a lot about the Black Panther and Mr. Fred Hampton himself. And so I feel like I could write about a few things, but this more touches close, this touches close to home more than anything else. And I feel like Donnie and Aspen can also relate to this, just being scared of what another race might think about who you are and the stereotypes of where you come from and what the, how they might judge you based on how you act or who you hang out with or any preference that you have. So, Donnie, how did you feel about uh, playing uh... Dante? Dante. He's so very different from me. Like, he talks to his sister a lot, and he, like, talks to her about how he's scared, and I don't do stuff like that. So I was like, wow, this character's so very different from me, but I liked playing him, I guess. Have you, while um, we wait for the next question, I have a question. Have either of you had an incident where you were scared to go, like, just by race alone? Or scared to do anything? Or been stereotyped? Because I have. Yeah. Not yeah. really. Yeah. And, like, it seems like it seems so innocent. And, like, I know, like, we all make jokes about it and we laugh about it sometimes. But sometimes when you hear the joke, oh, run, because you got a black guy behind you, when you hear that one too many times, it kind of just starts to dawn on you, like, Maybe this isn't as funny as it's made out to be. It's a little more serious because some people actually think like this. All right, so, Justin, during the writing process, one of the major critiques was that your character's voices sounded too similar. How'd you work on that? Well, okay, so originally, uh, Yolanda was 12? She was, no, she was 8. She was 8. She was 8 in the 5th grade. Back to go to sixth grade. Because I wanted her to transition into something new, just like her brother. I wanted a parallel between that relationship. But her, I want her to be like a really smart, like, sixth grader. But no, okay. And um, she really sounded a lot like her brother. And so I decided to make her older, going from the eighth grade to the ninth grade. And um, kind of pushing that so they could have a little more, like, they can be a little more close. A better relationship. Yeah. And so she can understand things more because I'm not really good with differential dialogue. Do you think that while that making her older gives uh, allows the audience to have a better understanding relationship with her as a character? Yeah, because um, being four years younger, they're closer in part. Instead of like what ten years apart, they're like just four years apart. And so we all have that uh, person that we know that's younger. Maybe they're sibling, maybe they're not, but especially going through high school, you might know an underclassman, like, I'm a senior Aspen's a freshman, right? Yes. And I'll come in her freshman class and I'll help them sometimes. And sometimes I want to yell at them, sometimes they want to yell at me, <laughs> and they do, but at the end of the day, I'm still there to help them with anything they need, sometimes give them answers. Actors, do you think that your characters had a unique voice using the dialogue of the script? Yeah. Why do you think so? Can we rephrase that again? Because I know what I want to say, but like I need to hear the question. Did Dante sound different from Yolanda? Is the way I think he's trying to ask. Yes. Do, yeah. Do you think they were yeah. too similar? She seemed to be more angry, kind of in the beginning that he was leaving. More and emotional. Yeah. I think he got angry at the fact that she was angry, but it was like a different type of thing. 
from what I gathered, she like a protective. Like, she was a little more sassy, and if there was any similarities, it was. If there was any similarities, it could be like because that's her older brother. She looks up to him, but it wasn't like they were the same person. All right, and lastly, uh, Justin, do you enjoy? Do you think that the script, the final version of the script overall, do you think that that was that could have been your best product? How could you have improved the story more? Um, definitely dialogue, because I wrote this, what, last year, but I just even critiqued it today. Like, I added the part of, maybe you should write that down. She said, already done. And uh, do y'all guys think, what do you think I could have worked on? Mm. A little bit with how the script was written. I was confused on those little slashes that you had. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, so, I had already had a... Explain the, what the slashes are to the audience. Yeah. So, I already had theater three class and uh, a lot of script directions, like... When you cut someone off, or you, you both speak at the same time, like there's double slashes, there's a um, little accent mark. What's that thing? Like, it's like a pointed bracket. It's like a triangle without the end. Anyways, and so um, they haven't had the theater three class yet, and so they don't really know that per se. Did it did it confuse you, uh, the actors to the point of you all not knowing how to correctly do your line? No, because no, when I when you, we was doing the recording, you all actually did it the first uh, first time without any problems. As soon as you saw the slash, you immediately knew that you had to interrupt her during her line. No, but we only did that one time. There was a couple slashes where we didn't do it. Yeah, and yeah. I t I told him, and um, but that showed you still had somewhat of an understanding of what you're what you're supposed to do. Yeah. I have fun with those because you have a whole script. There's about eighty of them. I had like thirty, <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, uh, so lastly, I'm gonna I wanna ask the actors one last question what do you think could have been a interesting idea for a sequel to this play or prequel how the neighborhood reacts to him going to college how and things have his changed success in college and how things go for him i would actually like to see if he's at college and he actually loves being there and, like, his sister actually kind of misses him a lot more that he's gone. And, like, she kind of feels down, but he's, like, having a good time, and she's acting like everything's great. That would be, like, a good, you know, sequel, I do, think. Do you think that uh, her missing him could actually produce a stronger relationship when he comes back from college? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like she would try to pretend everything was great the whole time and the parents would probably be like, yeah, she was kind of like down while you were gone and he would have a conversation with her, try to figure things out. Yeah, and like, that kind of pushes her to go to college. But y'all want to know where Dante came from? Oh my God, where? So, I've always just liked the name Dante, and so that's actually where Dante and his last name is Rejo, that's where it stemmed from. And this whole play is still from the one joke, that's why I made her in fifth grade because it was supposed to be like, you're in the fifth grade. It's fifth grade is rough. We're learning long division, and he was like scary. So that's where this whole plane stemmed from. Is that one line right there? You, okay. <laughs> that's where this whole plane stemmed from. Thank you, Justin. Well, we hope you all have enjoyed the play. Thank you. Thank you for listening to In the Wings podcast. If you'd like to help us with a donation, please email us at inthewings.pvp at gmail.com. In the Wings podcast accepts submissions of unpublished 10-minute plays through email, PDF, and Google Doc formats. We retain the right to make enough copies for our actors, plus one for our script archive. We do not claim copyright of the script and IP in the script. The playwright maintains all ownership of their work. Please send your submissions to inthewings.pvp at gmail.com. <laughs>